power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Because people are dying. There are so many religions and so many things that people are listening to now and they're falling away. There's a falling away from the church where people don't even want to hear God no more and people don't want to, uh, there's other things going on and, 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 and Jesus is black and the black man is king and all this other stuff that's coming in and it's disrupting the love of Jesus Christ and what he has done for us to set us free. All right? Amen? And so we need to ha start having a mindset of, of knowing when the Holy Spirit, of knowing how the Holy Spirit works through us so we can be a powerhouse. For Jesus Christ. But we got to let go. Amen. We got to let go. All right. Remember this. Now I said this last, last week. We have to remember. This is very important to know. The Holy Spirit is not. Is not the emotions that you see. When people are up shouting. And people are up, uh, up, up, up shouting. And running around. And, and it's, a lot of that is emotion. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes. It's that transforming power that happens. When you are a changed person. You should be shouting and, and singing praises to God because you've been living right all week. Amen. The Holy Spirit is a transforming power. And sometimes we think people falling. Oh, they got the Holy Spirit. They might not have it. They might just feel emotional. Amen. It might just be a lot of emotions. And so we have to understand what does it mean to really have the Holy Spirit in our life? All right, let's go to the next slide. Understanding for today is must the understanding for today is that the Holy Spirit must proceed in our turning from sin. This is what it does and stay obedient to Christ. Holy Spirit reminds us we are sanctified. All right. The Holy Spirit will remind us that we are sanctified. This is what the Holy Spirit does. All right. The Holy Spirit will give us a greater desire and power to witness to see others saved. All right. You're not just going to be walking around and just, 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 you know, seeing people hurt and seeing people in pain and just think the, uh, just, just, just say, forget about it. I got to worry about me. That's no, that's selfish. With the Holy Spirit, you know, the Holy Spirit is working in you because you have a desire to see others saved and set free from their sins. Amen. Uh, conscious of the Spirit's presence and power to fill us when needed. So we're going to go through these three things and get an understanding of how the Holy Spirit, what it means to truly have the Holy Spirit working in our life. Is that all right? Amen. 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 So let's go to the next slide. All right. So this just is a short review of what we talked about last week about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit helps us love and magnify and glorify Jesus more than before. And what we do to, sometimes to hinder the process is we adore and lift up man or things. We, we end up lifting up the pastor, putting him on the pedestal, and we end up lifting the organist, and we lift up the choir, and we lift up all this other stuff, and we miss Jesus. Amen? And so we, it, it becomes just an emotional thing. Uh, the, where, wherever the hype is, that's the church you want to go to because it just sounds good. It feels good. And the whole time we're missing and not glorifying Jesus Christ. Amen. In our daily walk. All right. The Holy Spirit helps us have a greater awareness and presence of Christ in our daily lives. All right. And what hinders that is that we become self-reliant. We just depend on our own. I can do it myself. I don't, I don't really need to pray. I don't really need to seek his face. I can handle this thing. And we get in trouble when that happens. Amen? All right? And so we'll have a greater awareness. The Holy Spirit will help us have a greater awareness of his presence in our daily lives. It also helps us ha have an appreciation of the scriptures. 
Other things have become more important than the word of God. All right. It's time for us to understand that and say, Lord, if you don't Lord God, give me appreciation of the scripture. When I'm reading the word, I don't want to get sleepy. I don't want to get tired. Lord God, help me do what I need to do to work on this thing, because I want to appreciate what I'm reading. I want to appreciate and understand what you have given me, the power in the word of God. Are you with me? Amen. Amen. Deepen our love and concern for others. Amen. We don't want to hold on to no bitterness. All right. The Holy Spirit will tap us on that shoulder. Hey, let's let that bitterness go. Amen. Let that stuff go and forgive. All right. All right. Amen. So that's what we talked about last week um, of how the Holy Spirit works. Um, maybe I need to put this on a sheet or something so we can just. Is that all right? Can we do that next week? I'll do that next week. I'll make sure that we have a sheet to look at this. And so we can study it and get an understanding of it more. Amen. Amen. So um, let's go to the next slide. First thing we're going to do, we must, the Holy Spirit must proceed in our turning, uh, 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 turning from sin and stay obedient to Christ. Holy Spirit reminds us we are sanctified. Sometimes, saints, we need to be reminded, <laughs> amen, that we are sanctified. We need to be reminded that we are set apart because the world and the things that we do in, in, in everyday life is always tugging on us back into the world. All right. It's always tugging us back into that old lifestyle. You, 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 you go to work, you uh, family members at the Thanksgiving dinner table. There's always somebody, somebody pulling and tugging a man trying to get you off your rocker, trying to get you off your mindset of who you are. Um, amen. Like the praise name, our identity is trying to change your identity. Amen. And your identity is Jesus Christ. And so you're going to have people in your life, in the world, um, in the world around us and temptation from the television, temptation on what we used to do in our past will try to follow us and drag us back into what we used to do. Amen. We can't deny that. Amen. It does. The world will try that. And so the Holy Spirit is here to tap us on the shoulder. Hey. You gave your life to Christ, brother. You gave your life to Christ, sister. Let go. You are right. You're going to make it. Amen. You don't have to go back to those old things. You can overcome it. Amen. So Romans 8, chapter 8, verse 13, it says, for if you live according to the flesh, you will what? But if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the what? And you will for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, talking about the Holy Spirit, these are sons of God. Saints, you must allow, you. there are things you need to let go and allow the Holy Spirit to lead you closer to Jesus. Amen? You need to let go of those things and continually daily and say, God, help me let go of this. Help me to let go of my smoking. Help me let go of this drinking. Help me let go of some of these things, God, so I can be closer to you. I want more of you. I don't want to be hooked up and chained up to these old things in the world. I don't want to be hooked up to these old friends that are driving me to do the worldly things in life. I don't want to be hooked up with this stuff, God. I don't want to be hooked up with family members that's get, keeping bitterness in my heart and keeping hatred in my heart. I don't want to be like this God and so you must daily let go and allow the Holy Spirit to remind you who you are I am sanctified I am set free I don't have to hold on to depression and worry and fear I am sanctified I am set apart Jesus help me overcome amen 
I am an overcomer. So the Holy Spirit wants to help us in that. So it will remind us that you're led by Jesus Christ. You know, you know, people in the world, you know, when, you know, I, I've seen, you know, there's people in the world, the world will make you look older. If you stay, if you stay in the world and just, you know, and, and you're drinking, you're smoking, you're going out to raves and you're going out to this. Man, that stuff have a toll on your body. You'd be 30 years old looking 70. Amen. Because the world will take a toll on your body because you because you when you don't accept Jesus Christ, you don't have that reminder. You don't have that tap on the shoulder to say, man, get away from that stuff. That stuff is killing you. I, I know I have friends that I went to high school with. And, and, and man, I, you know, I tell them, man, you got to let go of that stuff. And man, I see them today and they look old. Man, will you please get out of the world? It's killing you. The, the Bible says the flesh, you will die. Now, I'm not saying that because you're in Jesus Christ, things doesn't happen and you lose your life and things don't happen. But when you're in the world, it will tear you up. You will look like you're in the world. Amen? And when you're in the Holy Spirit, some people can look at you and tell, man, there's something different about you. There's a glow about you. There's a, amen? Amen. Because we have the Holy Spirit reminding us and tapping us on the shoulder, leading us deeper into the spirit, saying, try this instead. Instead of doing this, try this instead. It's not a loud or forceful voice. The tap on the shoulder is not loud. He's not shaking us. Some, some of us, some of us like, man, I wish the Holy Spirit would have shook me on some things. Huh? Some mistakes you made. I would, Holy Spirit, you should have jumped on me and choked me and told me not to do that. Come on, help me. I thought you was my helpmate. Amen. But the Holy Spirit, man, it's just, just, you know why? Because he doesn't want to force us to love him. He doesn't want us to, he don't want to force us to, to love him. And, 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 and he just want to tap us on the shoulder and say, hey, I died for you. I set you free. Come on. Try this instead. Don't, don't go that route. Don't go in that direction. I, I got a better life for you. I can give you a peace of mind that will blow your mind. Amen. I will give you a peace that no one else can understand. Amen. What is happening today is with sin and turning away from um, uh, repentance. There is no repentance no more. Pre people are not preaching about. I, I was just talking to my mother-in-law. People are not preaching about repentance, okay? People are not talking about changing their lives. They're just talking about how you can, uh, with yourself, you can motivate yourself into becoming better and to be doing this. But if you keep holding on to sin, it's going to be very difficult to rise and overcome some of these things in life. You need to let go and allow the Holy Spirit to work. You can't be self-reliant and think you can do this thing on your own. Jesus came to set us free. And give us the power to be set free. Amen. And so now today what is happening is there is no turning away from sin. The, the acceptance is come as you are. Yes, we want you to come as you are. But as you come, you must understand that there's some things that need to change in your life. So you can rise up above those things that are killing you. Amen. 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 So it's not being preached. The repentance is not being preached. Let's show the next slide. This is what's happening. Amen. You see the Pope? 
Right. Pope Francis called for dialogue and collaboration among those of the various world religions. This is what's happening today, saints. On Tuesday, asserting that they are simply seeking our, or meeting God in a different way. All right? And so, saints, we need to know some, uh, the word is apologetics. Is it, am I saying that correctly? Because we need to understand the word of God because our people are coming to say, look, I'm seeking God another way. I can find God as a Pope said we can do this. Amen. I'm seeking God my own way. And so you have different religions coming in and saying they all can find God another way. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can get to the father except through me. What Bible does the Pope have? What Bible does the Pope have? This is what's happening is that, is that people are not turning away from sin and, and they're just saying, uh, we can find another way. If they find another way, then their sins will never, Jesus, his blood and everything would have been for nothing. That means you're still in sin. That means you're still bound. You're still chained. You can never have everlasting life. Saints, we are meant to live forever. Jesus paid the price so we can live forever. But if you don't accept Jesus, the one who paid the price for you, Buddha didn't pay no price for you. Huh? Jesus paid the price. He paid the price for us to be set free. So we don't have the world doesn't have to be on our shoulders. We don't have to do this alone. And he given us the Holy Spirit to overcome these things in this life. In 2 Thessalonians, let's look, go to the next scripture. In 2 Thessalonians 2, chapter 2, verse 9, it says, The coming of a lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders. Again, saints, do not seek signs. Don't go around seeking, because the enemy is going to produce signs. If the only thing you're doing is, where is Jesus? I got to find, I need to see a sign. I need to see something. Don't do that. Jesus has already done it. Believe in the salvation he has already done in your life. Because if you're running after signs and wonders, you're looking for the podium to be lifted up. You're looking for me to float in the air. I'm not going to do that. The Lord don't need me to do it because y'all say y'all should know. Amen. And so the, when the enemy comes, he's going to have power and signs and he's going to have lying wonders. So if that's the only thing you're seeking and you're running after those things, you can be deceived. In verse 10, it says, and with all unrighteousness, deception among those who perish, meaning that they're speaking and preaching about unrighteousness. I want you to know it's not only the Pope, but there are people, your mega superstar preachers are hooking up with the Pope and saying we need to be united with this thing. You look it up yourself. Look up T.D. Jakes. Look up, look up uh, Joe Osteen. Look up um, Rick Warren. Look up those guys and see what they say about the Pope and, uh, and unity and, they, and, and, and the world religion. Look, look them up. They say some positive things. They say some good things. But then there are some things that you just can't hook up with. Amen? Amen? And we need to get an understanding of this because if we fall asleep and we just fall into this sleepily, you know, when you sleep, people can do anything they want to you. Amen? When you sleep, people can draw on your head. If you ever went to a sleepover, they like... Who the first one gonna go sleep? Who the first one? Man, the first one, man, if you fall asleep, we get you, man. Everybody be trying to stay awake. I'm watching y'all. 
trying to stay awake. Why? Because if you're the first one to fall asleep, man, you're going to wake up with marker all over your face. You're going to have pie in your face. You, you don't know what might happen. You might be outside somewhere. Amen? But saints, this is what happened to the church. If we fall asleep, we're going to wake up with marker and stuff. We're going to wake up with a 666 on our forehead. Don't even know it. I was just following this. I, they was preaching real good. Get into the word yourself and understand and just follow Jesus. And ask God to give you the discernment. The Holy Spirit will help us in this. Amen. And so it says that they did not receive the love of truth, meaning that they're not receiving the love of truth, that they might be saved. They're not receiving the love of truth. They're receiving another truth. The love of truth is saying, Jesus saying, I died for your sins. I'm here to set you free. If you would come, I can help you change. But people are not trying to turn to change. People are want to stay in their sin and still worship God. But Jesus said, I come to give you life. I came to change you, to make you better, to show you what I created you to be. Amen. 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 The Holy Spirit will give us a greater desire and power to witness to see others saved. Amen. Let's go to the next slide. All right. The Holy Spirit will give us a greater desire and power to witness to see others saved. All right. Let's. All right. Luke chapter four, verse 18. It reads, the spirit of the Lord is upon who? Because he has anointed me. To preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives. And recovery of sight to the blind. To set at liberty those who are oppressed. Saints, I want you to know people are dying. People are oppressed. People are chained up in their lifestyle. People are brokenhearted. And they really deep down inside, they won't change. Really deep down inside, they won't change. But if all they're seeing is these... uh, 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 preachers and, and if, they, if, if all they're watching is Mary Mary and their reality show <laughs> and they're seeing is that the way Christians are supposed to act is that the way we're supposed to be and they say they, they look at them and say they just like they, you know what the Kardashian sisters get along better than them and they not even in the word at all amen and so we need to understand we need to understand is that people are hurting. They need to see a change and a difference in the lifestyle, in the way I live, in the way I, I walk, in the way I talk. So the brokenhearted can change, so the captives can change, so the blind can see who Jesus Christ is. So the oppressed can rise up and say, I can be different. I can follow Jesus. But the Lord, I want you to understand, the Lord is not just upon me. The Lord is upon all of the saints. Those who want to follow after Jesus Christ, you are anointed. Sometimes we get the misconception that there are certain people anointed, but God has anointed all of us to preach the word of God, to be examples of who he is, to walk and talk. Anointing means you're set aside. You're different. Amen. You're set aside to do his glory, to do his honor. Amen. To walk and follow after Jesus Christ. Sometimes people feel that we're anointed because uh, of the way we preach or the way the organists play. Oh yeah, he's anointed. Why? Because I felt something when he played. No, that's, that's not it. That's not it. It's his lifestyle. What does he do when he's off that organ? 
What is he talking about when he's off, when the preacher is done off that podium? What if y'all saw me at Walmart? I preach a good word. I, man, I had, oh my goodness, I preached it. And then y'all see me at Walmart stealing. <laughs> huh? <laughs> man, there go Pastor Look, He's stealing again. But he preached a good word, though. That brother can preach. Man, we just, we, we just got to pray for Pastor E. He just got a he just got a, a, a slip of the hand there. He just gotta pray for him. No, that's not right, Saints. If we see the world and we see people and, 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 and we see people not trying to change, and we see pastors not trying to change, something is wrong. If they get comfortable in their sin and doing wrong, we cannot allow the uh, uh, the feeling that we feel in the service to, to coincide and let that be a pass if they're committing sin. Amen. You are not to go on your job. Now, I'm not saying that when we, when we talk about your anointed to preach the gospel, is that, that, that you're not, you're, uh, we, say balance, please. Say balance. Everyone say balance. Please say balance because some people will say, yeah, I'm anointed to preach the word of God. They be on their job. And you're supposed to be working. You talking a whole hour with somebody. You got to work. You on your job, you got to work. Show who Christ is. Preach the gospel through your lifestyle. Preach the gospel through you getting your job done. Amen? Amen? You, you know, uh, you, you go around the drive-thru and somebody's, somebody trying to witness to you over the drive-thru. No, I want my food. I'm trying to order a meal. This is not the time. Show me the power of Jesus by giving my meal correctly. Amen? Do right. Amen? Every, everyone say balance again. Balance. Amen. The Holy Spirit will give us that desire, though. There, there are things that happen. Sometimes I'm in a grocery store, and the Holy Spirit will speak to me, and, and I feel like, and I'll just stop everything, and I'll go pray for a sister. I ask, hey, what's going on? How you doing? Or I ask to a brother, hey, man, what's going on? You know, but you've got to keep your eyes open. If you, as you seek the Lord every day, daily, your eyes, your opportunities will open up. You say, Lord God, give me the opportunity to help somebody. Amen. Give me that. Open up my spiritual eyes so I can see it when I'm out and about, when I'm walking, that I'm not blind to what our people are dealing with and going through. Amen. 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 And when you, when you do it and your grandchildren see you do it, then they're going to have a desire. Man, one time my daughter, we was at a tennis match. And my daughter was just sitting there. We was all sitting there. And a lady and a young girl, her leg was broken. She said, Daddy, I want to go pray for her. I said, let's go. Don't deny your children, amen? If there's something in them that want to pray, don't allow your fears and your insecurities to, amen? And it just talk to them and say, what is the Holy Spirit telling you? What's going on, amen? Because when, when, when the Holy Spirit is speaking to your children and speaking to you and, and you get into the word with your children, they're going to have those feelings inside and say, Lord, I, I want to do more for you, amen? Amen, amen. And so, um, you are not going to uh, go on your job and be extra, amen? You must show the power of the Holy Spirit and preach the word of God by doing what you need to do, amen? Amen. Um, what can hinder this is not seeking Christ daily, all right? What can hinder the Holy Spirit of, of not realizing that people are in need, that people need Jesus, that people, uh, uh, um, people are brokenhearted? Why can't I see this, Jesus? Why can't I see the captives? Why can't I see the brokenhearted? Because you're not seeking him on a daily basis, when you seek Jesus on a daily basis, the will of God begins to fall upon you and you begin to see things. They, all of a sudden, when you start studying the word of God and you begin to pray every day, 
you begin to, all of a sudden, the Lord God said, call so-and-so. Call this person. Call that person. Give them a call. Tell them you love them. And then all of a sudden, you find out, man, I, I was about to commit suicide today, but you called me. I had that happen. I was about to do this, and, man, I thank God you called me. There are people dying today, saints, because we're not seeking his face. There are people dying today because we're not receiving anything from the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit wants to speak to us so we can see the brokenhearted and the captives so he can tell you to call somebody, so he can tell you to pray for so-and-so, so he can tell you while you're out in the market to say, hey, that person needs you, and your ears are open to it so that they can know that Jesus loves them. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. To speak the word but don't show the power of it in our lifestyle. We can't speak the word and then not show it in our lifestyle. Is that true? Amen. Let's go to the next slide. Conscious of the spirit presence and power to fill you when needed. All right. All right. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 19, it says, but when they deliver you up, do not worry about how or what you should speak, for it will be given to you in that hour what you should speak. For it is not you who speak in. But the spirit of your father who speaks in you. Saints, I want us to understand today that the Holy Spirit got your back. The Holy Spirit has your back. He has our back. And so this time, uh, the disciples, uh, Paul, I believe it was, uh, it was Peter and, uh, and John, I believe. And they had to go before the council. And Jesus said, listen, don't worry about it. The Holy Spirit got your back. When you're getting ready to face a trial and a tribulation, and when you're getting ready to face a struggle in your life, and you're getting ready to face a temptation trying to draw you back in sin, saints, don't worry. Allow the Holy Spirit to come in and say, don't worry. I will give you what to say. I will give you what to speak about. I will open up your mouth so you can speak against that temptation. I will open up your mouth so you can speak to your neighbor, your sister, your brother, your family member who is dying, who is hurting. I will give you what to say. The Holy Spirit will help us in this. Amen? So they were in trouble. They were going down. They, they, they could have been put to death, but the Holy Spirit spoke through them and gave them the strength to overcome. I want you to understand today is that whatever you're going through, if you need to speak to your husband, if you need to speak to your wife that is unsaved, or your husband that is unsaved, or your children that are unsaved, listen, when you seek Christ's face, the Holy Spirit has something to pull from. Are you understanding what I'm saying today? When you're seeking the Lord today and you're praying and you're seeking his face, the Holy Spirit has something to pull from when that temptation comes, when that trouble comes. Y'all expecting the Holy Spirit to move and do something, and y'all haven't studied the word all week, all month. And so a temptation comes and you don't hear nothing. You just fall all up in the temptation. Okay. Amen. A trouble and trial, tribulation come, and you're running like a chicken with your head cut off. Ah, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Where am I going to go? But when you're in your word and you're seeking Christ's face and the trials and tribulation come, the Holy Spirit said, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm going to give you what to say. I'm going to give you what to do. I'm, I'm going to help you with this thing. Amen? He has our back. Even if you get too weak, be aware of his... Uh, too weak and, and, and it feel like you, you, you can't get up no more and you feel like you can't go nowhere the Holy Spirit has not given up on you the Holy Spirit when, and even in your weak, 
weak, weakest point of your life, even when you feel like you can't get up, even when you feel like you can't reach no more, I promise you today and I tell you the truth today that the Holy Spirit will lift you up and help you in your weakness. The Holy Spirit has your back. Now I want to tell you last words of the day. We're going to end with this. How do I know that? Because the word is telling us this. Go to the next slide. Go to the next slide. Amen. The last words of the day. This is how you know. Romans chapter 8 verse 26. It says, likewise, the spirit also helps in our weakness. For we do not know what we should pray sometimes. Say sometimes some trouble hits. And, and you've been in your word. And Lord God, I've been in my word. I've been, I've been praying. I've been seeking your face. I, I, Lord God, where's the answer? What's going to happen? You're at your weakest point And you feel like you can't make it no more. And all you can sometimes, all you can do is just get on your knees. Don't worry. The Holy Spirit has your back. It's a transforming power. It will lead you closer to Christ. So when you're at your weakest point, don't worry. The Holy Spirit is praying for you. The Holy Spirit is doing intercession for you. The Holy Spirit is groaning for you. Mm. I feel your pain, sister. I feel your hurt, brother. Don't worry. I'm praying for you. I'm asking God to reach down and come down and bless you. I'm asking God to lift you up. I'm asking God to give you peace. I'm asking God to give you understanding. I'm asking God to set you free from drugs, to set you free from alcohol, to set you free from depression, to set you free from worry. I am in an intercession for you, and I'm groaning, and I'm uttering things that you might not understand, but I got a connection with Jesus, and I'm bringing Jesus Christ down and I'm bringing him down to set you free now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints when you accept Christ you're not alone when you accept Christ you got a helper when you accept Christ you can make it you can overcome your sin don't let nobody judge you Jesus because you're struggling right now. God knows your heart if you really want him. God knows your heart if you really want to be set free. Don't let nobody judge you and say you should have been changed in the week. No. Keep seeking Christ's face. Because somebody is working for you. The Holy Spirit is working for you. The Holy Spirit is saying you can be set free. The Holy Spirit is saying you can do it. You can make it. Because he knows your heart. Nobody else does. He knows you're trying to change. I'm talking about true change. I'm talking about people that really want it. Don't worry. It's coming. It's coming. According to the will of God. It's going to happen. Saints, let us stand.